0: How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Laban. On the other side, I got
1: Tim, Tim Wagner. Tim, this is
0: exciting. We're trying new mic situations, so yep. hopefully
1: because this doesn't... Because we are in the same room for the first time since doing this whole thing because COVID's been crazy, but now we're saying... Fuck you, COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, doing, we're doing everything we can to give this a go. Give this a fucking real go.
1: Give her um, a try.
0: Gotta. You gotta. That's the only thing you can do right now. Yep. Gotta.
1: Yeah. Uh, on today's show, I don't know why I always do a goofy <laughs> fucking voice like that. Like, <laughs> Lou, on today's show, we're going to be talking about all this fun stuff i did in college (laughs) i don't know i said that either full disclosure
0: we've been drinking a little bit all right tim we got all bass fishing i picked bass because i mean that's kind of what we've been focused on i've been watching the bassmaster elite tour so i got some things to talk about there topic two our random take we're gonna talk about cooking just fall cooking. Oh, uh, yeah. How does the fall change the way you be cooking? We'll, we'll get into it.
1: Yeah. All right, then.
0: All right. Let's go into one. <laughs> topic one. Our fishing topic. Yes, sir. Fall
1: bass fishing. Why
0: mm-hmm. did I pick fall? Well, duh. It's fucking fall. It's I mean. fall. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, the internet would have you believe that mostly the south is into this situation. Uh, I searched it up. We got West Virginia. Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky they seem to be the hot spots right now. Bassmaster is fishing in South Carolina. This Well, by the time the podcast release it will be the weekend before the podcast releases. So the Bassmaster has been down there. The Bassmaster Elite has been in North Carolina. Oh crap. They're in one of the Carolinas. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of it but I totally forgot which Carolina.
1: They're all the same. They're in Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Is that a Carolina accent? I just is it Southern accent. <laughs> I don't know for sure if it's it Just felt right to say Carolina like that. I don't know for sure. This, I always have to say that this is a Eastern, uh, Carolinian accent, <laughs> with, the there's a, there's a East, <laughs> with the pirates. There's there's East the pirates. There's there's East Carolina, uh football team and they're like pirates oh and i just makes me laugh every time i see it just because the colors are so awkward they're like bright yellow and like purple and stuff and just like i I know the vikings are purple and yellow i I guess but but like i guess like that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense for vikings either but just (laughs) <laughs> pirates, like, everything you've ever seen is, like, black. Oh. Like, Raiders, it's black and gray. and Right. You, you know, I don't know. Just These are the happy go-get-em pirates. The happy go-get-em pirates. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, no, seriously, The like, so, looking around, because, you know, I... Do some research on this because I actually don't know anything about fishing <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> but you look around the internet and it would say like fall bass fishing is mostly in the south, and I'm just like, well, why? Why would that be the case? I mean, we fall bass fish up here.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I would say like it's just probably slower going up here. The uh, the water gets colder up here faster. Uh, mm-hmm. It reaches temperatures to what they don't have. Down south ever. I mean our lakes freeze and theirs don't, but right. Um there's also a point called the fall turnover. And during the fall turnover fishing sucks shit. (laughs) And they probably just don't want to deal with that um so much down there. And they they might deal with it down there a little bit, but I don't think it's as prevalent as it is up here. And mm-hmm. then what the fall turnover is is there becomes a certain point like during the year, uh like springtime, the <laughs> 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 Uh, I've been drinking a little bit of beer here. Uh we didn't have a podcast in the same room without beer. That would be crazy that's and, for weirdos and that just came up right then and <laughs> uh decided to uh, auto tuned myself there <laughs> but uh, the, the fall turnover yeah um so like in the spring the fish are up shallow because the cold like the water temperature starts to warm up in the water earlier and that kind kind of draws them in and then when it gets hot in the summer, the water's too hot so they go deeper in in the summer and then the fall they like to come up into the shallow water again and and they kind of chase the water temperature that they like. But during the fall turnover, the deep water the shallow water, there's a a smaller window of time um, where the water temperature is all the same temp and it makes it a lot harder to try to figure out where the fish are because they could literally be anywhere. It's I mean, there's exceptions to the rules always. Like when it's hot in summer, there's bass shallow and thick cover, and and when it's uh, you know co- cold in the spring, and you wouldn't expect fish to be up shallow, yet they could be up shallow. Is uh, I, there's a lot of different exceptions to the rules, and depending on the species that you're looking at and stuff, it's it's right. all over the board. There's there's so much to get into i mean there's not right there's there's not you know tons of different bass books and uh and all this other stuff because there's you know one complete answer like there's just one answer answer. no there's so many different answers and so many different patterns and and that's why it's a sport because there's a lot of ways to catch fish and there's a lot of ways to not catch fish you you never know which one you're going to be on and it's uh it's up to those anglers to try to figure out which ways working and which ways not. But when you're dealing with that fall turnover, it's a lot harder to figure things out because.
0: Well, you said it earlier, and this is the part that stuck out to me. is you said it earlier, is that it's it's almost like the water becomes the same temperature throughout. So I'm I'm gonna make up numbers because that's what I do, just as an example. But like ten feet. And two feet are now both sixty-eight degrees. Right. Like, so how do you find the fish in the lake when the fall turnover, as you're saying, is like when that happens? How the hell do you find the fish when the water is all the same temperature?
1: Right. Yeah. Th- no, you don't really, and that's why it's that's why it's so hard. Because mm-hmm. when when you're tournament fishing and stuff, and you and you can find where the fish are, like based off of the thermocline. And the thermocline is kind of the area where the the water temperature is where they're most comfortable at. Like that's what they're looking for. So fish are looking for the thermocline. Yeah, like they're in the thermocline. Like they don't really look for it. You know, they just feel it. <laughs> like I, I said yeah, it, right. I said it weird, but uh, no, no, no. I think I interpreted that weird. You're, you're, you're on point. Keep going. So, Sorry. So no, that's all right. But um, like there you know like i said the summer they're deeper because that's where the comfortable water is and then the springtime and the fall a lot of times they're shallower because that's where the comfortable water is and again like there's exceptions to the rules like the thick cover it can be like 10 degrees colder in dense weeds than the surrounding water outside of it just because of like the shade cover and all that other stuff so there's always exceptions to the rules and uh I mean, a lot of times, like, that's why, you know, like, we were kind of talking about it tonight, where people were talking about, like, it's frog time, and it's, yeah, like, because exactly. you might have a hard time trying to figure out where the fish are, but there's a pretty good chance that there's still some in the weeds, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, there's always fish in the weeds, or, like, when you're talking about bass. Sure, and, yeah. And uh, when you get later into fall, all the weeds die. Oh, so then you don't have any weeds, <laughs> so, so <laughs> right? Right. So yeah. if there's weeds there, there's normally fish in the weeds, but so eh. then you put a
0: frog on and you hop it across the weeds and yep. hope for the best. Yeah, um, yeah. It was we. Yeah, it was we. You said we were talking about frogs earlier, and that's that's what I keep hearing is like fall time is frog time. But today, when we were talking about this earlier, you said it's crankbait time.
1: Jerkbait. bait, jerk bait, jerk bait. Thank time. you. See, that's proof. Yes. He's the
0: fisherman. I yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's. It, it, I mean, they're both. They have their time and their place, and and you could use them. That's just like another thing where, like, the anglers out there are trying different stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. mean you could both go out. You throw a frog. I throw a jerk bait. We put the same amount of fish in the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, and a sure. jerk bait. It, it's just a good way to fish slow when it starts getting colder 'cause you can pop it and you pause it and some the fish start slowing down too and it has a little bit of a tighter erratic movement and stuff and when you're doing those pauses sometimes you pause it for real long periods of time to get their attention. Uh jerk baits are not something that works on real dirty water. So that's another mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm if you're fishing top water they can see that silhouette and they kind of hear you know top water is a little bit more noisy and all that other junk so yeah it, it it depends on the water that you're fishing too but jerk bait i mean there's a couple of go to baits for the fall when it starts to get colder and stuff a jerk bait a spinner bait uh top water yeah um, well and
0: like you said the i think that's what you're saying is i mean first of all what you're saying is there's almost no dead sure way to catch fish in the fall. I mean, Mm-mm. but the, the top water thing makes a ton of sense when you're like, well, the fish usually still are just hanging in the weeds. So throw something on top of it and they'll pop out. The funny thing is, is, uh, outdoor news. So I looked in, cause again, I have to research this outdoor news is, uh, it's like a it's like a, it's like a, weekly newspaper almost up here, right? It's like a newspaper-style magazine yeah, sort of thing. Like, yeah, it's
1: like a magazine, but it comes to you in, like, a newspaper. You unfold it like a newspaper. I don't know if it's weekly.
0: Well, let's just say I, what I found was weekly. It may not be the fishing because they do a lot of different things, okay. but they're big in this area. They're the, you know, from Minnesota in the west to New York in mm-hmm. the east where the, it's this upper part. And they do everything from hunting and stuff like that. So it's not like... I just got this from Fly some f- they shouldn't be hiring some just like shithead <laughs> tonight. But the funny thing is is what they said was uh obviously find the weed edge, which you already said. Uh mm. but the lures, you know what they said? Cranks. This one you're gonna have to explain. Wacky hooked plastic, jigs and Texas rigs. Those are what I saw on Yeah. Outdoor they, news. What do you so what do you say about well, those? Well, so like
1: football football head, um, is jig. this the wack the, the wacky hook or whatever? Uh so a wacky hook is like a worm and you hook it directly in the center. Oh. So when you pull it I mean it almost kinda like swims like an octopus. Mm. Like you, you kinda jig it like you would jig any other like weightless bait or not necessarily weightless. You can they have weighted uh wacky jigs and stuff, but you put it right in the middle and they have there are certain soft plastics Oh, excuse me. <laughs> the beer. The beer. Uh, <laughs> the bears. No, nope, you're cracking one, and I'll crack the next one, too. We might as well use that burp break to uh, do one of those.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so, um, yeah, the Wacky Rig, you're just hooking it right in the middle. Um, for a while there, people were just buying whatever bait they thought would work well um you know just grabbing a fluke or uh i think a senko was probably a pretty popular one with the wacky rig because it's uh kind of the same size along but now they make ones that are specifically made for wacky rig where there's like a spot that hurt what wo- works well to hook it directly in the center mm. and you just kind of pull it like that because some of them were, like, weighted more to one side than the other. And then when you're pulling it, it's kind of, like, rotating as you're jigging it. Instead of it just swimming it like an octopus, it's, like, spinning. Well, it's getting jigged, and sure. um, which might be an action that works, but the line twist can cause issues and all this other stuff. But, yeah, so you got the wacky rig, the jigs, a skirted jig um, with a trailer, probably a crawfish would work well this time of year
0: yeah actually that's what berkeley really had down yeah they said that they were eating and i saw a guy man i can't remember now who it was but i saw a guy on the elite series he was throwing uh crawfish crayfish whatever you want to say yeah and uh he got all his limbs ripped off and he's like no i gotta Uh, change it you gotta get this is what gets him mm in that movement uh what is that what it is Is it the movement right now? Because you were saying, like, I don't know. What is it about the crayfish?
1: No, so it's not the movement. I mean, as far as, like, the bait goes, if you don't have the limbs on there, like, that's for sure what gets them going. Like, uh, one of my favorites is the Strike King Rage Tail Craw, and the the claws are kind of, like, scooped on each side. Mm, So when they fall, they wave back and forth, and they move a lot of water. Um, so if you get those craws ripped off, uh, it's basically like pointless. Like the action is gone out of it. So you're missing like everything that is that agitation
0: that gets the bass going. I'm guessing bass are yeah, yeah. I mean, sensitive to that. yeah.
1: It's like just the the movement is a big part of it. Like visually, you can see the thing moving um, when it displaces water. Bass have a lateral line where They have a sixth sense, you know, like we have the five senses. They can actually feel the water movement and stuff. That's Mm -hmm. why they can track down baits in real dingy, shitty water. Mm. But so when they're feeling that vibration and stuff in the water, that's huge. When the claws aren't there and it's just this thing bouncing around, like (laughs) they might still eat it, but your odds are a lot worse. Plus crawfish, Mm -hmm. um, mate. Or spawn. I don't know if you call it spawn. Oh, yeah. And I haven't done fish, my research on they, they crayfish mate, yet. They mate twice a year oh. in the spring and the fall. So the oh. crawfish work really well in the spring and the fall. Okay. It's a big reason why, like, I don't know. I think it's kind of the same uh, in both, but it's like a cold wa- water situation where when they're using lipless crankbaits, Okay. Um, that they'll use, like, the red color because that's what a crawfish looks like.
0: That's what it actually looks like. Like, yeah. crawfish, I mean, they're not always actually red, but, like...
1: No, but there's, like, I don't know enough about it. Okay. They molt, too, yeah. and then they kind of, like, change colors a little bit. And I think when they mate, they become brighter red. I think there's different species. Oh, so sure. So, like, if you if you look through the different baits, at what
0: there's different species of crayfish? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, talking? there's a bunch of different species, and if you look at the, um, the different baits and stuff, the different uh, soft plastics and stuff, they're literally like there's Bama and. Oh, like Alabama crawfish and like
0: Mississippi crawfish. Probably like up here even you'd probably find a Mississippi River crawfish. Yeah, and
1: some of them are even labeled like summer craw. Oh. Because they're not fucking right now so they're this color <laughs> and, uh, i mean they don't fuck anyways if you want right. to look into it it's weird like the male like jizzes on the <laughs> on the female and then she takes it back to her lair and goes and has her babies in the mud and, like it's a <laughs> real real creepy you've done stuff. way
0: more research on cuz also you said they're red and I'm like yeah they're just naturally red uh, that's because I eat crayfish and yeah, that's they're my they're best cooked. <laughs> encounter <of it. laughs>
1: yeah they're red their they're cooked that's just like all the crustaceans the the shrimp yep. the crab lobster, lobster. Yep. when they they're cooked red. they're bright red <laughs> and so yeah
0: you say they're red and I just go mm-hmm yeah yep. they're
1: yeah, totally they're red. red they're totally red
0: yeah yeah been a bucket
1: of them before like yeah what you're trying to act like I've never been a red lobster bro <laughs> <laughs> I know they're red duh <laughs> that's why it's called red lobster but duh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know so hold on. Oh, okay. Before I lose it, quick, too. I yeah. wanted to go back to, like, because you said crankbaits, and I said no before, but that's a that's a side note, so people aren't confused. Yeah, because lipless. actually,
0: that cranks was on there from Outdoor yeah. News.
1: Yeah, lipless crankbaits are different, and, mm. I mean, like, flat-sided crankbaits, too. It depends on the crankbait, because what you're looking for is a tighter wiggle when the water gets cold. When the water's warm, a wider wobble. It's it's how the fish move. When the water's warm, mm. they... they tend to stride more like big wobble. Whoop 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 whoop. whoop, But when it's cold it's tighter movements. Like real fast. And a Mm -hmm. and a lipless crankbait is just like like if you ever if you ever fish a lipless crankbait um and and you are just reel it in straight, you'll feel that. Like Mm -hmm. that noise that I just made might not make sense to you, but if you reel it in You're just gonna be like, oh, I get it. You you feel that
0: noise, Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Feel that noise. I know. I know what you mean. There for sure is like, there is something to the way the uh, what am I trying to say here? Okay, I got it. There's something to the way the bait or lure there, the lure. There's something to the way the lure feels in the water that. Just translates into sound to me. It's just like something mm-hmm. because it's creating yeah. waves and sound waves. And there is, I have the same association where I yep. really associate sound with it. Like when I'm trying to jig as best. It, yep. Uh,
1: yep.
0: Like that's what plays in my head. Like that's how I know I'm doing it right if I feel that sound in my brain while I'm fishing.
1: Yeah, dude. It's that so totally weird makes sense. I, uh, attribute a lot of stuff to sound like I we were literally before the show uh we each had a little bit of brandy and I was describing the way the brandy went down with like noises yep. it was like shoop and shoop and <laughs> <laughs> actually do that at work and people go like oh oh
0: so that was like and I was like yeah oh that's weird to you
1: I, I didn't oh, realize oh, that. That's weird to you. Yeah, I catch myself doing that a lot too where I'll say something and I'll and I'll make a noise and then people go, how did that go? And then I mimic it like exactly like I said it the first time. I'll just be like, it's like, uh, and people are like, what? How did that go? And I'll be like, and they'll just be like, oh, really? That's how it goes. And just be like, yeah, I mean. To me, I guess. Yeah, no. Like, I, I, don't, I get I, it. <laughs> how do you think about it? Exactly. <laughs> That's how I think about it. Um, so
0: to get back to the, the the fishing, um, the one of the tips I saw was keep your finger on the line as you're reeling it in. Like, because they, because fish tend to hit so light in the fall. Is. Mm. It, yeah. Have you ever heard that one or done that one before? Because well. that was the one that stu- stuck up, stuck out to me because as I was watching Bassmaster Elite series this uh week, yeah, it was there were a few times where they actually like these pros were just ripping it out of the water and they like they're oh, heads up you know, they kinda like tell their cameraman, Look out, hey, there's right. something coming your way and is there then they would just always say, like there's they're hitting so light. Is was that just the lake they were on or is that a fall thing? that bass do I mean as well, they slow down or it's, whatever yeah
1: it's a fall thing like when they slow down like they just not as apt to like swim at it fast and just inhale it like mm-hmm. when they're swimming fast and they suck it in like that picks up all the slack and you just feel that tunk. you know there's that noise again mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. and when you're uh, when you're fishing in the fall and they just come up and they just slightly just you know just kind of I like picture it as them not even like really sucking in just almost kind of just opening their mouth and then eating it mm-hmm. like when they in the summer they legit just suck that thing in and, but I just almost picture them eating it like we eat something where it's just kind of floating you and they just open their mouth and put it in their mouth and then you don't really feel it as much but yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a thing and it's not just necessarily when it's um, fall you'll see it in the summertime, after a cold front and stuff too, but oh, when it gets sure. cold, it's definitely a lot more prevalent because the fish move slower. When the water gets colder, they move slower. It's just how it goes. As far as putting your finger on the line, like that, only works with certain techniques. You can't do it with everything. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Do
0: you, wh- why is that? Or like, what, I does mean, it, just, what do that mean? Just
1: how you're just how you're fishing it. Okay. Like, I mean if you're, like, if you had a baitcaster and you're, and you're kind of, like, ripping a, a lipless crankbait, Mm -hmm. you know, like, some people, you can throw it out and reel it straight in, you can kind of yo-yo it in, like, you're almost jigging it, like, just popping it off the bottom and stuff, you rip it up and let it flutter and stuff back down, and, and just how you're fishing it, you can't really, I mean, I suppose you could try to put your finger on the line some weird way but (laughs) i the way i hold it there's really no i I suppose i could put my thumb in the middle but i feel like i i tend to like try to watch the line more than actually put my finger on the line Mm -hmm. i mean it just depends on the technique i can't really think of any specifics i think it's a lot easier when you're using spinning spinning reels and spinning setups Because of the way it's, like, underneath the rod. Like, your fingers are kind of naturally on the line anyway. Yeah, and if you kind of, like, when you you bring the, uh, when the bale comes around, whatever the, like, actual thing is that brings the line onto your reel that's on the bale, I don't know the exact term for Mm -hmm. it, but that you can reel around so the line's, like, right by your finger. Right. So that way, when you're, like, kind of popping it, you can just, you know... Thumb on the top, three fingers on the bottom, and your pointer's like touching the line. Yeah, you could sure. jig it like that pretty easy. Yeah, so it's just all the. I guess when you're. It's all about you're, the technique, you're probably really, right? You're probably using a spinning reel if you're fishing super slow, anyways. Yeah, so. which is
0: something everyone. Well, I shouldn't say everyone said that, like because I I looked at Berkeley and I looked at this uh, and I looked at Outdoor News and. If you don't know who, what Berkeley is, then I don't know how you found a fishing podcast. Um, (laughs) the, but, uh, there was, uh, a lot of talk about the speed and that's kind of what you're saying is like, you're, you're saying fish slow and that's bit, that is a lot of it, but it's also like both, both places and even watching fishing, they're like, you, it's not necessarily about fishing slow. You sort of said it earlier, too, but it's about finding the speed, like, adjusting your speed or, like, yeah. finding a speed, just trying different speeds.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Well, I mean, like, the... the uh, This is going to sound weird. The fish aren't smart, but they're not stupid, either. Mm-hmm. Like... Sure. They understand how much energy it takes, how much energy they have to use to catch something. And when they're not feeling like moving very fast, and they know that food isn't super abundant and stuff, when they see you burning a crankbait past them, they're just gonna be like, "Fuck! I'm not chasing that thing." <laughs> <laughs> they look at that. No way, man. Just like, are you kidding me? I'm not that thing's moving after that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, oh wait for the next thing that comes floating by that's not moving too fast. I mean <laughs> they're the bass are pretty opportunistic feeders. If something's mm-hmm. fluttering slowly in front of them, they're just gonna be like, Yeah, that's an easy meal right there. I'll take that. Right. You know, instead of that thing that you're just burning across. But sometimes in th- in the summer it's a little bit different. They're it's hot. They're hyped. Right, like,
0: There's oh more energy. There's more food moving around and stuff like that. That actually is right. something that came there's up in all There's a lot more
1: food in the summer, too. Yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in the winter here, like, when it gets real cold and the, the water freezes, like... Everything you dies, basically. You don't have you, well, not everything well, dies, right, but you don't but have new stuff entering the water. Right. You don't have, like, bugs hatching and, you yep. know... no
0: no the plants aren't putting any oxygen into it to like get things moving around and like
1: there's not there's
0: limited resource very limited resources when things start to get cold up here yep and well that's actually something that i noticed is like and thought about while you were talking about the crap the crayfish is like those got to be high calorie in comparison to like other things don't you think probably yeah so i I mean again the bass aren't smart but they ain't stupid And I just wonder if there's something in the instinct that's just, like, I'm going to eat that crayfish. That thing's full of calories. Look at that thing moving.
1: Well, when they're mating, too, like, they're just easier to pick off. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. They're, like, they're kind of in the rocks and not doing much, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, during the summer months and stuff. They got to eat, too, but when they're mating, they're, like, actively searching for mates so they're not just sitting in one spot doing nothing they're right. trying to find each other
0: they're out and about moving around easier to see yeah like even i don't hunt but i watch enough hunting that's like a male you know deer elk whatever when they're in rut dude they're just fucking boneheads
1: dude that's what i heard i'm not a big hunter but i've heard some but that's about, what i'm wondering about the crayfish yeah, too I've is like are they just boneheaded too like Deers in the ruts are so like, some of them are so sex crazed that they just like walk up to hunters,
0: like just, just, just
1: just, like walk straight up to them, like, hey, you guys seen (laughs) any (laughs) pussy? Oh my god.
0: Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna end on that note because we're 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 coming up on our half hour for the fishing <laughs> topic, and we're gonna go into the random take after that. But I gotta ask, what are you fishing in the fall? Like rod reel? I mean, we sort of went over lures and stuff, but like, is there any kind yeah. of special rod reels that you fish? I that don't. you recommend fishing? I guess. And also, of course, everybody, we're from Minnesota. That's where we're fishing the majority of the time, man oh man, would it be awesome to go south and slam oh, on some dude. huge bass. But right now Get some biggins. this is this is Minnesota advice experience, I guess.
1: And it I mean it works across where you're at. It's just, you know, you might have to change some of the sizes and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like sure. um I mean pretty much year round I love fishing like a weightless um like a fluke or like a jerk shad depending on what company you're buying in front. So basically like a soft plastic that looks kinda like a minnow. Um and I'm fishing that on spinning setup. Um uh, normally like a um I think the rod I have that I use it on a lot is a, a medium light. Um like is that that? that's flexibility. Is the, the medium
0: light part that you say? Is that the rod's like flexibility, or was uh, that mean? Yeah.
1: So the 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 medium light is like the power. So there's um, you know, like, ultra light, light, medium light, uh, medium, mm-hmm. medium heavy, heavy. It's just kind of like the rod's stiffness. Okay. And yeah. then when you start getting into the higher quality stuff then you start talking about the tip too so you're like a you know I prefer like a fast medium light where the tip it it's where it flexes like if you had a medium medium and you bent it at the tip towards the handle it'd be like a real sloping arch like a gradual like almost like a half circle yeah like it'd bend kind of gradually the same the whole way It'd, like, start from the base to the tip. It'd kind of bend over, like, a rainbow. The whole way the same. Mm-hmm. But, like, a medium with a fast tip, it would start to bend, like... Like the would, rainbow? It like it would start, well, like a no, rainbow? it would bend a lot more at the tip. Yeah. Like, the tip would, like, the first foot and a half, two feet would have a lot more flexibility than the rest of it. Okay. So, like... Extra fast is like just the tip is super soft. Fast is like the you know the you first start getting first a little bit, or bit medium like that. is like the whole thing, and then there's really nothing under a medium. It's just like the rod is just like oh it's ultra light or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would be throwing something like a fast action medium medium light. Um, just because I think you can make the, the fluke wiggle better, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that's just one of my go-tos. I love fishing that. Is it all more sensitive
0: year. for say, you know, we're we pretty much said like, the bass aren't striking as hard. So is it more sensitive? Is your setup that you're talking about? Is it more sensitive to feel the, those
1: lighter those lighter bites? The lighter, the lighter setups are definitely more sensitive. Like when you're looking at an ultra light. I mean, you're fishing for panfish. You can feel panfish on how light that is because the whole, the rod will flex easier. So when something hits it, it'll, it'll, uh, Mo- like transfer the, the energy better to like the reel mm-hmm. where your hand is. You'll feel it more. The lighter the action is, right? Like I, the other thing I use um, this time of year, and again, a lot of times during the year is. A jig like a skirted jig with the crayfish on it, or well, there's so many different kind of jig trailers that you can put on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of them like don't exist; they're just made up, whatever. Have flanges on them and stuff, just <laughs> creature baits. But um, that I'm throwing on. Uh, I have like a seven foot six medium heavy rod. Seven uh, foot seven foot six. Th-
0: that's how long the rod is, right? Yep. 776.
1: That's, seven huge. Six. that's yep. huge to me. I mean, I, it's pretty big. I, I don't know. I think some people like use like 710 and stuff. And my god. Yeah. I don't know if they use that for I mean, 76 is what I have. I Yeah. I'd probably know a little bit more about the rods and like the sizes if I had more money to be able to go out there and just be like this is what I want to use for this and this is what I want to use for this. I'm kind of like, well, this rod, I'm gonna use for this, and I could get away with using it for this because I don't have money to drop, you know, a $110 An- yeah, for every hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, another different way of fishing. Right. I would if I had it. Right. But I don't, so. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah, the jig fishing like that medium heavy when I'm jigging, um, that one's a lot less sensitive. But mm-hmm. because it's a bigger bait too, um, you kind of feel it a little bit more mm. and that one, that one I'm constantly working a little bit more and you're feeling the, the line movement and stuff. And
0: is this, and so is this what you're talking, is the setup? Well, hold on. We haven't got to the reel yet. I, I'm getting ahead of it. You, did you say the reel already? Did I miss no. that? Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean like uh, the, the fluke I like to do on the spinning setup, um, I just prefer fishing like that, having the reel underneath. I f- think it's, for me, I like it more when I'm moving my wrist, um, having the r- reel underneath. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels more natural. My sure. wrist lays better than having it up there. Uh, but I do fish a jerk bait, like a hard jerk bait, like a wrap, a shadow wrap, or the striking, the KVD. One that they make, I don't know what it's called. just a KVD jerkbait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, it has KVD
1: on it. Yeah. right. just by the Strike King Kevin Van Dam jerkbait. That's the one. <laughs> Get it? Um, but that I'll fish with, uh, like, the baitcaster because that one is less my wrist and more my whole arm, you know? Oh, so, like the movement of yeah, it is—it's like
0: less snappy and more like your whole because the wrist. Yeah. I'm guessing you're just like pop, 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 pop.
1: Yeah, I mean it's still snappy, but it's—it's it's a lot easier to move the weightless fluke. It doesn't take as much effort. You can just oh, kind of sure. pop it a little okay. bit, and it moves. Yeah, but the jerk bait, you have to give it a little bit more. Pop, pop. You know, it's yeah.
0: No, well, that makes sense.
1: So yeah, and then um. I mean, for the most part, the spinning reels are all pretty close in gear ratio. There's not a whole lot of stuff that differs there. But Mm -hmm. um, if I had my way, again, I would have a higher gear ratio for jig fishing. So when I did feel that bite, I could pick up the slack to set the hook. That's just
0: general speak, or would that be just for fall? Just because the way just general speak.
1: Okay. Yeah, if I was jig fishing, I would want something. Sure. Higher gear ratio just so when I did feel the bite I could pick that slack up and set the hook.
0: Right. Yeah. So you're, su- you're switching for the fall. Like you definitely switch for seasons.
1: I mean. Yeah. I mean I switch tactics but I don't really switch. It's pretty much the same gear I'm using in the spring and the oh, fall okay. and the summer. It's. Yeah.
0: But the tactics that's the big thing is like the.
1: Yeah. Like I don't fish mm-hmm. a jerk bait too much in the summertime. They work, but I don't, it's not my go to. Oh. I fish the mm-hmm. super or like the weightless, but that's on like days after fronts. Oh. Right, on no wind, no clouds, right. just calm, clear day. Right. Like I'll fish that fluke because that doesn't work super well when it's windy. They're okay. a little bit more aggressive and stuff well, when it's hot, so that's...
0: Don't get too far into it. We'll have to save that one for another podcast. Oh, that's yeah. for damn <laughs> sure. So, we've been going a while on this one, which, why not? We should. We're a fucking fishing podcast.
1: What do you think of that beer? I was like, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's kind of light and uh, whatever, and it has that... Yeah, now the hoppy taste almost feels like chemicals.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll finish that beer in the second half. random take. Cooking in the fall slash October. I want to preface this. It's not Thanksgiving, but it gets cold up here. Things change. We eat differently. Yep. We're going to go into it. All right. Hit the auto-tune, Tim. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba.
1: And listening to the real AFTV podcast.
0: And we're back to the real AFTV podcast, the fishing about the fishing about podcasting <laughs> and random takes from the land of ten thousand lakes. Uh
1: fishing about
0: <laughs> Oh my god, you would have Thought after this many times, I would have figured it out.
1: Well, That's I how mean, goes. you get a couple of those lattes in you, and all of a sudden, the think I Ooh. thought I was uh, drinking, and then um, things are all this is fishing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well this is the podcast about fishing in random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes And we are in the random take section Tim, boop, boop, boop. I want to talk about cooking in October Because yeah. the way I cook in October changes a lot And I do want to make sure we avoid Thanksgiving Because Thanksgiving is a whole different topic This is October We gotta try our best to avoid Thanksgiving talk But Yeah, because we'll probably talk about that next month Probably <laughs> <laughs> I already have that planned, definitely. Shh. no Thanksgiving. <laughs> Be quiet,
1: guys. Don't <laughs> let the cat out the bag.
0: But, uh, no, seriously, though, we, we like to cook. Is that an accurate statement? That like, would is you back me up?
1: That's an accurate statement. Can I tell you a fun fact? Because mm-hmm. I, mm. I just learned this from my niece who was telling me about it because I just said, let the cat out the bag. How old is your niece? She is old enough to party. (laughs) (laughs) That is the correct answer. Um, Oh, hey, another side note. Uh, (laughs) My son, um, we were putting up the uh, happy um, birthday, or not happy birthday, we were putting up happy Halloween-like thing Mm -hmm. on the wall, Mm -hmm. and he comes in and he just sees the happy going up, like the banner going up. Oh, no. He turns, and he looks at the wall, and he just goes, is it party time? No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly dude. what this means. It is party time. <laughs> it is party time, bud. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. That's so awesome. <laughs>
1: Every, those of you that don't know, my son's just over two and a half years old. So... Is that party? Is it party time? <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally. It is party time. That's why I
0: asked the age, because I figured where the story was going with your nieces that it was going to be an age they, like, cat out of the bag thing.
1: Right. Um, no, she was telling me about it. Uh, back in the day, like, you would go, I don't know, I think it was like a carnival or, uh, like, wherever. I can't remember where it was, but they would sell... Uh, Pigs in a bag, like you would get like a little suckling, like a little tiny really? thing, and they, and they used to also like a uh, another word for a bag was a poke, and they would, yeah, you get a pig in a poke, and then, um, yeah, and then so they would go and they would buy these pigs in the bag, and sometimes you'd have uh, shithead like whatever these guys were <laughs> like pig in a bag dealers and sometimes they would give you a cat (laughs) in your bag instead of a pig and then you'd go home and you open it up and then ah, you let the cat out the bag What? (laughs) because like i guess when you open it up then you couldn't bring it back it's like no yeah you can't no we have a strict return policy you can't let the cat out the bag bud not coming back here The, that? See, the,
0: that's such a little kid thing to know. That's the most fucking weird
1: Dude, thing. it's such a weird thing. I can't. The rest of that night, I couldn't stop myself from doing that, like, old time newspaper guy on the corner, just like, hey, hey, pick in a bag here. <laughs> Get your pick in a bag here. Picking a poke. You're looking for pick in a poke? I got to pick in a bag. <laughs> it is a pig in a poke, maybe a bag. Well, I don't know how you want to say it, but it's definitely not a cat. <laughs> I can tell you one thing for sure it's not a cat.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh but no let's okay cooking cooking. I mean actually I would cook a pig. I'm working on I might cook a pig getting I'm getting off topic. Let's trying to get back to topic. Here we go. we but seriously though, we like to cook like every time we hang out we cook. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty much like a thing. Well your wife did tonight I know yes. Tonight that was a different situation. your, your,
1: your lovely pregnant wife made us supper while we went and fished. I know. But you know It was that's, the best. It was awesome. But
0: usually when we hang out, like we cook, you, your wife, my wife, we all get in the kitchen, we we prep, we cook, we make we basically make a make a menu, we go shopping, hit the liquor store, we come back, fucking make a bourbon and start cooking. Yeah. Is that I mean, I'm not just making this up. Back me up, come no, on. Oh, that's a yeah <laughs> yep. That's how we do it. Yeah, we, so we like to cook. So I, I, since we like to cook so much and it's like sort of a thing that we do when we all get together, uh, I wanted to talk about October cooking specifically and how it changes because what here, what we do is we get into goulashes and chilies and is, gu, wait, goulashes and chilies and soups and stuff like that. You know, you start to get in those thicker, warmer stuff because yeah. up north here, it starts Stews. to get cold. Stews. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is goulash, I just realized though is like goulash like a north northern thing? Hey, anybody outside of Minnesota who's listening to this doesn't know what from Minnesota is what's goulash? Yeah, please, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I know.
1: can't. I can't even tell you what goulash is. Like I don't know if I make.
0: You don't, don't know goulash?
1: I don't think I made it. Like I mean, what? I know what it is. You know what it is? Like I mean, like I've had it. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever made it. Okay. So when you tell me like this is a goulash, I'd just be like. I don't know. Okay. Is it or hot dish. Or somebody would be like, this is a stew. Or, you know, they'd just be like, uh, uh, what's the difference between a stew and a soup? Thickness. They'd just, they'd just be like, I I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is a goulash. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. Wait, okay. I thought
0: you just called it a stew. I don't know. I don't know what's no, like no, it. it's a goulash. No. Okay. That's funny because I have goulash. Like I have a very goulash to me is noodles. And leftovers, <laughs> which is oh, not what we make so it's it out of a hot of. dish, that's yes, Minnesota, but it's sure. a noodle hot dish, and then mm. hot dish is always like potatoes, uh, oh. uh some form of potato to me is a
1: hot dish, see, so I just don't know the term terminology because that's all just hot dish we put I put noodles, like yeah, it's like one of the things like I do a lot of the cooking, like one of the only things my wife makes is hot dish, like where it's getting the fall and we don't know what to make she's like i'm just going through the cupboard she's good at that like i'm going through the cupboard mm-hmm. i'm about to make a hot dish out of what mm-hmm. i can find yeah and for we sure. come home and there's like green beans and corn and yeah and egg noodles with some cream of mushroom soup and, and some hamburger and you're just like a lot of random stuff this mm-hmm. works is nice Fuck yeah. you just be like, what's that tang? Oh, I'll put some sour cream in it for flavor. you just, all right, it's a hot dish. Hell yeah. <laughs> and for you, those of you down south, or I don't know if it's just the Midwest that does this, but we're talking about casseroles. You weirdos, oh, yeah, it's hot were... dishes.
0: <laughs> I forgot about the word casserole entirely, dude. Yeah,
1: that's what they call it every place else. Oh my really? God. We call it a hot dish. That's see, it's like the pop thing too. Yeah. Nobody gets that. Well, you know, we're just gonna have a little bit of this hot dish with a little bit of pop and uh you know, wash it down with a brewski, brewski. later. You know? It's a uh, one of those Minnesotan things that we're we deal with the hot dish and the pop. And the and the pop. And do the you, pop. But do you guys
0: so but seriously, this do you do you get into like the thick does it change? Because, like, in the summertime, it's a lot of grilling, a lot of meat, a lot of bread, a lot of fruit, uh, and things like that. Yeah. What I think of, like, grilling food, right? Like, from, mm-hmm. from June until August, September, I think of, like, hot dogs on the grill, burgers on the grill, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, we hit October and, like, chili in a pot for four hours. Like, let's fucking go.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that way for me a lot when I was younger. Like I was always having chili uh on Halloween. Like that used to be just like a chili. There's and, a tradition for you uh, guys? Chili and butter on saltines.
0: Oh my god, the best way to fucking Whoa. eat chili, dude. So good. It's like
1: god. I know that's just like, yeah, uh, that's a fat shit move. Well whatever. Suck a fucking fart, bro. <laughs> dude. That's, like, I'm done. that's a fat shit move that I'm making. I'm taking that chili. And I'm scooping it up with some saltines and I put a little bit of butter on that. And I'm eating it like it's a dip. Yeah. Because it basically is when it's thick. It is. You got the beans and hamburger and stuff in there. Oh, my God. But my wife's kind of a picky eater. She's not into the any beans, really. So we don't mm. do chili um, you know, or grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, that's bomb.
0: That starts coming out in the fall more for that's you guys. That's fall.
1: Well, the grilled cheese is all year round, but we right, right, start right. maxing it up with the tomato soup again. Mm-hmm. She's not into tomato soup, but she likes grilled cheese. She's a real comfort food type girl. Mm-hmm. She wants.
0: That's that what the fall's about, though. That's stuff. like that's what I'm kind of getting at. Actually, yeah. I think the fall time is when the comfort food comes rip roaring yeah. out. Again, it gets cold well, here. We eat different,
1: yeah. man. And I'll say too, like I do a lot more stuff. It's just how you cook, too. So it turns out what you're cooking becomes different. Like how you were talking about, like, hot dogs hamburgers and stuff on the grill. Like, I start making, you know, like, pork loins and and Mm. roasts and stuff in Mm -hmm. the oven. And that's Mm. what I'm doing is, like, I'm cooking stuff in the oven because I'm not trying to turn the oven on when it's 95 and humid outside because it's it's hot enough outside. And my AC's already working hard. I'm not trying to turn the stove on. And now it's cold outside, so you're just like I'm turning the stove on because it's cold in here. A, so then I'm, the furnace don't have to work so hard. Yeah, it's a double, <laughs> double whammy, bro. Yeah, I'm dude, for two real. Birds. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's though no, This is perfect. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Is this like those things do? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I grew up eating that way. This way too. But like we've transformed kind of everything as what mom used to make, so to say, right? Like we we take what whatever mom's made and we make it we make it different. You know, we tune it up like mom used to yep. throw like Hormel chili with ketchup and mustard in a pot, in a pot and then oh, pour nice it on to- top of tater tots. I'm making that up.
1: Oh. But I'm just saying like that was <laughs> on top of tater tots Sounds soggy. You got to put the tater tots <laughs> on top of that.
0: Right, right, right. There it is. See, that's a trick. But that was like that was like mom's hot dish, and now it's like, get the ground beef, get the beans, put it in a pot for four hours. You know, like let it cook in the fucking uh, what are the the, cro- the crock the sure. Dutch oven. Dutch oven. That's exactly you got yep. it. Yeah, in the Dutch oven, you've got to get a Dutch
1: oven. Dutch oven, bud. Dude, ex- they keep the heat right. Keep the They're explain so the Dutch oven.
0: Just like what is a Dutch well, oven? Well, most I got a ceramic one by the way. It's ceramic on the outside and in. It's ceramic coated. I'm not necessarily proud of that, but that's the
1: version we went with. But is it cast iron, otherwise? You got it. Yeah, that's all you really need. It's that cast iron. The thickness of the cast iron, like, just keeps the heat right. So when you got the heat going, like, it just holds the heat throughout. And they're they're heavy as shit, dude. They are. This is a,
0: it's a big cast iron pot with a big cast iron lid. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what a Dutch oven is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. They are key. Yep, and that lid, like like when you're talking about making chili and stuff and you're cooking it for like four hours that cast iron lid too keeps the lid on like you can have some of that pressure try to push the lid off of some of those weak tin pans and shit, aluminum, whatever they're made out of
0: yeah you can make rice and it bubbles up inside the pot and you can watch that shitty Mm -hmm. get lifted off by the rice bubbles Yep, but that
1: Dutch oven that thing is not going anywhere. No. Nope. Things nope. are sing- Things are just solid. Yeah. And you just let Dutch oven is just there to like let things simmer. That's why yeah. they call when you're in bed with your wife and you fart and pull the sheets up over her head. That's a Dutch <laughs> oven. <laughs> you, just, you just let her simmer in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Put the lid on. Let her simmer. Put the lid on it. Let her simmer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, do
1: do you guys deep fry at all?
0: Because yeah. our deep
1: fryer goes up in the fall. I don't. I don't have a deep fryer, but I have. If I really want to, I have a fondue pot that doubles as a. Uh, fryer, Really? Oh, yeah, because like you just get it hot enough?
0: Like, you put oil like, in it? Because yeah. I know there's a such thing as, like, fondue with cheese, but then you fondue with, like, other things that go into oil, which yeah, is essentially yeah, you can, deep frying?
1: Yeah, right. You can, like, if it's small stuff, you can do fondue where you deep fry it real quick, but you can deep fry in the fondue pot. I mean, it's just basically like any other pot. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, it, or, like... You know, any other pot or, like, more like an electric frying pan. Like, it just keeps the heat. Like, you turn the heat on, and it keeps the heat at a certain amount. And you put the oil in there, and you heat it up. And then I I use, like, a little uh, digital thermometer mm-hmm. to let me know how hot the oil is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get a deep fryer. We have a deep... Like, my parents have a deep fryer at the cabin, so we deep fry a lot of fish and stuff in the summer. Oh, right. But yeah. then... Don't you really don't deep fry as much in the fall because your I, cabin is seasonal. You don't my, go up there. My really, wife right? doesn't like to eat fish either, so right. when I do cook fish, it's just for me. Mm-hmm. And then I just pan fry it. I will just put a little bit of oil in the pan, and then just cook it on one side and flip it on the other. It turns out it's about it's the same as deep frying, right? But I have to use far less oil because I don't really have. Because you literally have to to deep fry. I mean, we have an deep frying literally. Too now means, though, so,
0: oh shit, sure. Yeah.
1: So we air fry a lot of stuff. Nice. Yeah. That thing's pretty sweet. Yeah. It works real well. Like, I made fried pork chops a couple oh, weeks shit. ago. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. And you just pan fry that. And then um, I had... So I bought a big pork loin and then, like, cut it down myself because that's basically all boneless pork chops are.
0: Yeah. There's yep. pork
1: loin that's cut up, so uh, I just... Yep. And I had, like, I cut half of it up, and we ate that for whatever we did with that one. And then down the road, like, it was getting close to, like, well, we either have to freeze this or use it, and I'm just, like, I'm just going to cook all of it tonight. And then I got, like, another, you know, three days, three, four days in the fridge. Right. The parts that it, I already cooked. It, right. And then I just left those leftover pieces and then reheated them in the air fryer and the... The texture was all crispy and stuff on the outside oh, yeah. just, like, after I fried it. It turned out real nice. Dude. And I double batter yeah. them now. Oh, it works good. Like, not double batter them, but you you dredge it in the flour first, then egg wash it, and then dredge and it again. That's the key. Oh, it's got such a good crisp on oh, it. Oh,
0: my God, so dude. That's the fucking key. I just never thought to do it with
1: pork, but now I'm definitely going to do that. pork chops are dope. I think that it I think it'd probably turn out better, too. I haven't done it a whole lot with the boneless stuff. That's been a little bit new. The bone in mm, gives mm-hmm. it a little bit more flavor with the bone in there. Right. But I want to. I think either marinate it or brine it before. Sure. I think that would give the meat a little bit more flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of lighted up before yeah. you even the go breading's in. Breading's really good right now, but I need to work on. I'm still perfecting the recipe. Oh right.
0: shit! Did your computer freeze? Free? Oh no no!
1: We're no, we're those running. levels okay. go weird. Yeah, that thing just okay, stops moving. I think it's just running
0: out of memory. It's not running out of memory. It's still recording. We're good. We're good. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, so you said that you had a deep fryer a fondue pot, and that you deep fry in did Dutch oven. Have you ever deep fried the Dutch oven? That's what we used to do before we got a yeah. deep fryer. Yep, I okay. deep fried in the Dutch oven. Yeah, that thing, yeah. that's legit. Like, you can do that yeah. with the thermom, You need the n- thermometer,
1: though. Yeah, I need to get a new Dutch oven, though, because full disclosure, I had the Dutch oven sitting next to the sink for a little while. And, like, I thought because it was just oil, it would be fine. And, like, one fruit fly apparently got in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, a week later, I opened it up, and the fruit fly did its business. Uh, with another fruit fly, no, it was gross in there, and I was like, "I'm not cleaning this. <laughs> I just threw the whole thing away." <laughs> so I don't have a Dutch oven currently.
0: Oh, that's that sounds
1: horrible. Yeah, it was to gross. Go, so i th- I, I honestly like when at, up at the cabin, like that oil, you put the lid on the deep fryer, and it's fine for like you know, you'll put it underneath the, in the cupboard for a week, and you come back the next week, and you take the lid off, and you can fry fish again, and you just repeat over and over and over. Yeah. And something about that Dutch oven, one time there must have been a piece of food still in there or something, and... It got fucking gross, huh? Yeah, it got gross. So bad you threw it away. Well, I mean, I don't even really want to get into it, but you know what happens when flies, mate? And oh there you go. God! Don't know. I don't the, want to talk it about went, it
0: because that'll make me shiver and grow. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. So yeah. we're gonna go. To this, <laughs> we're gonna go back to the air fryer because it's football brings football season in the United States it brings the wings and beer yep. come out mm-hmm. during football season. Is that mm-hmm. that is that accurate in your place? Because it, yeah. I so. Over here we don't watch football. It's not a it's not a big thing for us. But like when we hang out, watch football, wings and beer. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. I'm, I'm all in like with friends, but like for us, just if me and the wife are hanging out on a Sunday, no, we don't really give a shit. I'll put on Sunday to full, I'll put on football to fold laundry Sunday afternoon so that way I don't pay attention. Because yeah. football is easy to do that. Do so you don't deep fry that much, but did the wings Come out on Sunday. Because that's the, the thing that changes over here is like we, we do actually start making more wings because it's in the it's like in the ether right like it's just out there. Yep. So we do actually start cooking more wings in October. It, it's it's true. It just happens. Like yep. chicken wings go on sale. We go get them. Who gives a shit? Because yep. they're on sale. It's
1: cheap. It's cheaper now. We love wings. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, again. In our household, not as much. Like I like wings a lot, but my wife likes the barbecue wings. So I suppose mm-hmm. we can make mm-hmm. more of those. But I love barbecue wings. Um, I like buffalo wings, and I like all sorts of wings. Man, wings are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. If you don't Like wings, it doesn't need to be football. You just wings are good. Uh-huh. Uh, but no tradition in my family uh, is we eat pizza. On Sundays Mm -hmm. when the game is going on, and I like to make my own pizza. And a couple weeks ago, uh, for the Vikings opener, I made the pizza from scratch. Like oh yeah, the dough and everything, right? Made the dough, browned up the sausage, Mm -hmm. grated the cheese. I even made the sauce. Fuck yeah, the sauce from scratch. Yeah, so, we just did the same thing yeah, that you're saying. Completely made the pizza from scratch that time. And Hell I was, yeah! I, yeah, it turned out pretty good. I liked it. I was, uh, I can't say that I was over like, this is the way it will be forever. I like, <laughs> I, I made that pizza and I was like, that was good. I don't know if it was good enough for all the effort where I could have just bought a pizza that was already ready to go. <laughs> but I enjoyed the experience of making it, and I think I could get it to that point. I definitely need to uh, get the sauce a little bit better. I thought that could have been done
0: better. The sauce is the hardest part, for sure. We yeah. w- we made the sauce in the Dutch, again, the Dutch oven. This is just going to be called the Dutch oven section this of our, the podcast. We, thing we, we, thing. we made it in the Dutch oven and just cooked her until it got thick like pizza sauce like you kind of just like let it evaporate and stuff like yeah, that i mean reduce. it's work it's work for sure but it's so good i mean we didn't nail it but i think much like we were just talking about with the fall fishing is cooking is uh it, it's an experiment right like you always you do one yes. thing and you try to memorize it and you do it again uh and you try to do it a little bit better and it's that fun mm-hmm. it's that like play of the on on at this time off at that time and what i mean by that is like put put the food on the burner now take it off it's those little bits of uh changes right like yeah. that you make in your head you just take notes and you just keep doing it it's the experimentation part of it that's what i'm that's what it really boils down to is the experimentation it's fun fucking fun
1: yeah dude yeah uh the i mean cooking is a science it's just you experimenting you're just Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna do this here i'm gonna do that there and see if i can figure it out like it took me a while to figure out how to make mac and cheese that was creamy and not grainy yeah dude it's not super easy Mm-mm. but I got it down now. My mac and cheese is on point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you bust out the mac and cheese now? Or is it's the all, mac and cheese all year
1: round? Mac thing? and cheese is all year round. Like yeah to go to especially we got an instant pot too. I make instant pot mac and cheese now. Oh really? Yeah, it's not quite as good as the stuff where you take your time and stuff, but sure. it's yep. so easy to cook the noodles and stuff. You just put the noodles in the water. Like I season the water a little bit. Mm-hmm. and then you put the letter the li- lid on and pressure cook it and then like Damn. the water just kind of makes the sauce like i don't have to use any milk or anything i just add cheese to that holy shit dude yeah i throw some cream cheese in there a lot of times but mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. cream cheese and some and some regular cheese and then a lot of times the the liquid doesn't seem to be quite right so i do end up adding <laughs> some milk like uh, there's just not a lot i'd rather have it Less water left over And then I can add milk later But that It works I, Now it's just a matter of uh, Figuring out exactly What cheeses I want to use
0: Yeah Because they in that cheese blend method.
1: Right is the Is the key yep. Yeah
0: We're a, we're a year round Freaking mac and cheese oh, Too it, does, it doesn't just come out In the fall That's yeah, for
1: sure And once you have your baby Dude you're going to be eating That mac and cheese Yeah they That draft mac and cheese They love Nuno's. <laughs> they are all about those Nuno's. What is it? What is it about noodles? Have you ever made Nuno's pasta? Awesome. We
0: do tend to make a couple batches of chicken, uh, just chicken soup. We make a couple batches of chicken noodle soup in the fall, and we make the noodles from scratch. And ma- like, I get the chicken, and I break down the chicken, and... I mean, just chicken noodle soup and the colder weather go hand in hand. And do you, do you ever
1: make noodles from scratch? I have never made noodles from scratch. I know how it's done, mm-hmm. and I've watched it be done a lot. But no, I've never made it from scratch. I've always wanted to get those uh, KitchenAid mixer attachments yeah. to make the noodles and stuff. Yeah, but I've never made it from scratch. No. But I know how it's done. Yeah. I've watched quite a few fishing so uh fishing shows. That's have that's true that's too. The fr- that. I have done that. It wasn't a lie. Also I've watched a decent amount of SpongeBob. I've watched <laughs> a lot of UFC fights. I, I guess we're just, just watched I, uh, all three seasons of Letterkenny I've like. watched all three uh, Ninja Turtle movies, the <laughs> live-action ones from back in the day. Um, I have also uh, watched <laughs> cooking shows, and they have shown me how to make pasta. Yeah, and
0: it's, it's not easy. We actually do have all of that stuff, but that's not how we make the noodles. We're like We have the pasta attachment and all that shit. Oh, yeah? But it doesn't come into play in the fall because it's just like – That shit is all made for just Italian noodles like spaghetti and, you know, stuff you would just see normal. The chicken noodle shit is different. Yeah, fettuccine. Yep, all that good stuff. The chicken noodles are different. They're almost kind of dumpling style. The big, like, big Uh, fat noodles, you just let them sit out. Gnocchi. Yeah, almost like gnocchi, yep, but not with potatoes, because I think that's what gnocchi is, right? I think. I don't know.
1: Well,
0: now that we're sufficiently hungry, I mean, that was it. Yep. We didn't give a ton of cooking tips, except for get a fucking Dutch oven. I just wanted yep. to, I wanted to make this more of a character building part of it. As in, like, you guys may not know us, but you're gonna get to know
1: us. That's yeah, I'm gonna fucking teach you about me. You better <laughs> learn up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I got, I got an instant pot, and I got a. I used to have a Dutch oven before I fucked that up. <laughs> and I and I and I also have an air fryer. What? Mm. learn that. Now you know.
0: But that's a but, but seriously though, it's been a big thing about our a, a big part of our friendship lately as we've grown into adults and like got houses with ovens and shit. Yeah. And so like I you know, I just wanted to bring it up because fall is a big it's a big change for the this part of the country, and it makes me cook differently. So I thought, man, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Good dude, times.
1: It works for me. I cook differently for sure.
0: Oh, I, I change my beers too, man. I go dark beers. I fucking drink oh, porters. Really? I love porters and I love well, stouts, I change, and I
1: really get into them in the I fall. I change some of my beer habits a little bit when it hits the fall, but more so because of what's available right I okay. love me a I love any beer that has orange in it really like I like a Blue oh, yeah. Moon Blue Moon baby or uh Shock Top's alright but yeah. I would prefer a Blue Moon yeah me too they did it oh, better excuse me they I um, said it and then yeah and uh um yeah Shock Top is just like almost a production value thing There's yeah for like, sure yeah it's close to Blue Moon but to just see the fucking orange with a mohawk bro okay that's better <laughs> <laughs> It's <bitter. laughs> but um no like i just like that and there's a uh, uh lining kugel's has their summer shandy is like a lemon mm-hmm. uh but it's literally lemonade yeah beer. they have an orange shandy that's in oh, the fall. That's right. Oh, and I like that orange shandy too. So that's I right. I gotta some, get after that one. I forgot I'll about I'll drink that some one. orange shandy. Yeah. in the fall. Um, but as far as beer goes, I it's just whatever. I drink a lot of light beer for the most part, and then every once in a while, I will just um, gravitate towards whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. I guess definitely Cause in the, the fall. Seasonal. In the fall, it makes more sense to get a heavy beer because when it's like ninety-five degrees out, you're not like those heavy what, beers sit heavy in the you fall and the, the summer time. for is a thick, dark beer because <laughs> yeah. it's hot as shit. No, you want something refreshing. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Well, fucking good one. It was it was cool to be in the same room. Yes. I wonder how this is gonna turn out. We'll find we'll find out. This has been the Real AF TV Podcast. The podcast about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> that
1: was a big pause.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right.